This week on Your Hosts Have Spoken, two unqualified hosts deconstruct Survivor, America's favorite reality show, while answering the fans' burning questions like, what is the meaning of life? Why doesn't Jeff Probst age? How much cheese is too much? And of course, which contestant's flame will be extinguished next? Survivors ready? Let's go! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 7 of the Your Hosts Have Spoken podcast. My name is Luke DeMarco. I'm joined by my esteemed colleague, Quinn McDermott. And oh, wow. we are, uh, we're back in the, uh, the podcast studio, keeping my office the same way it was, because I actually like this better. This is a much right. nicer, um, just a more natural way to... It's more uh, comfortable, too. To chat. So much more comfortable than sitting up on a high stool in the kitchen. Yeah, Fucking yeah. that And was you've terrible. got those nice new high stools, but... Uh, yeah, I bought the new high stools. comfortable. But this is still way yeah. better. I bought the new high stools because I was like, we need something more comfortable for the podcast. And then we moved in here. Yeah. No, feet planted so I, firmly on the ground. I ended up uh, just sort of getting brand new stools for no apparent reason. No, they're they're still nice. And you know what? When you have company. So much over, more comfortable. You're going to, who, who makes those stools? Luke? Like Canadians. <laughs> Kids in Africa, probably. Um, oh, my God. Luke, <laughs> yeah. How dare you? Like, how dare you? But they're like I'm not. I'm saying that they're not like some like really nice. Like oh my god, they're made they are my, nice. They're, they're actually very money. well made. So whoever um, they're did very make them, poorly made. I don't know um, if you fucking. Oh man, well they feel great. So okay. whoever did make them, I I say uh, kudos to you. They're probably. Uh, I'm glad. I'm very glad experienced you, stool makers. I'm glad that you like them. Well, Mel constructed them. Interesting. They came oh, like in it a was box. An Ikea kind of thing. Yeah, it was an IKEA kind of thing. What's and that Mel, Mel constructed them. Have you noticed yeah, like everything now is well, like that? Well, it cuts down labor costs, right? right? It makes their product cheaper, makes their whole process cheaper True. because they put the labor under you. Wait, and, was, and people like building furniture. People are like, let's go to IKEA, let's right. build shit. Well, you you heard like I, I've I've talked to you about this, but the 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 cake batter uh, um, the cake batter the history of cake mix uh, in like that store bought uh, yeah. boxed cake mix is that it used to not have an egg in it. Yes. And then they added an egg in and sales went up. Yes. Um, because and, it made you feel like you were doing something. Yeah, it made you feel like you're baking, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I wonder if that's part of it is like you kind of feel like a like a woodworker. <laughs> like Maybe. a furniture maker. Yeah. You know? How uh, how you been? It's been a week. Um, I've been good. I mean, it's been stressful. I've got this. We're, we're playing. We're you, me, and uh, many of our friends are going to be doing a murder 18 other people. soon. And I'm uh, I'm in charge of you're in charge. Um, I'm in By charge the way, of organizing of the, it. Of the 20 people are coming, you are the least, the last person I'd want to be in charge. Really? Oh my god! I think I'm are gonna you make kidding it fun? me? Oh my uh, god! I think it's gonna be a at good one point time. in time you had told me that you were gonna have people throwing spaghetti around my fucking house. <laughs> Saturday morning, yeah. I'd be ple- I'd be yeah. cleaning up fucking alphagetti in the fucking um, wall- off the walls. But anyways, it's been between between uh, like putting together all the. The envelopes and props I need for this game, and uh, invitations, and between that and and cooking all the spaghetti we're gonna yeah. throw around your kitchen, um, uh, it's been a stressful week for me. But we're getting through it. I'm gonna probably have to pull an all nighter tonight. So and for maybe the so tomorrow. for the viewers not watching, what we're doing is it's a murder mystery. So Quinn's gone and um, acquired a it's like a dinner party evening where yeah. twenty of us like will get story, together. Yeah. There's a story, yeah. So yeah. we all have a character. I am. Um, uh, uh, who the fuck am I? I'm Jason Voorhees, right? You're I'm, Voorhees I'm, Myers. Yeah, so I'm I'm yeah. like a they You're don't like they, they didn't You're acquire like a the killer. well. The, so uh, yeah. in the game that Quinn has, no, they didn't acquire the rights to any of the people. <laughs> um, so Dracula is like Dracula, uh, Dracula, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Mel is Mel characters. is like the mummy, and she's Pyramid, and right. 
um, Regan is Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, but she is uh, Doc- Dr. Hyde and Mr. Dr. Jekyll. Dr. Heckle and Mr. Jive. Yeah, yeah. So she's um, just stupid yeah. shit like this. Uh, and you know what? To the uh, the Warner Brothers Corporation that's out there, I just want to let you know about this because yeah. uh, I think you guys need some some need to crack down you on need this. To, you need to get your this, trademark attorney on this yeah, ASAP. This, this $1,000 operation that whoever uh, I bought this from is, is running. Yeah. Um, but it, and it, yeah, it's fun. It'll be a good time. It'll be a good time. We've done one before. We've done one before. Yeah. And we all had a good time. So and your girlfriend put one together that went off without a hitch. Yes, and so this is. But the your thing. girlfriend is also a thousand Much times more organized, more organized yeah. than you are. <laughs> um, this is the thing that kind of freaks me about it. Uh, is that the last one? Everybody had zero. Had very low expectations. Like people came up to yeah. me and uh, and my lovely girlfriend Brooke. Um, before and uh, like like after the last murder mystery, and they said, uh, yeah. "Wow, I really thought this was going to be lame and boring, and I had a really great time." And now everybody's coming up to me like so excited. Last time I had a great time. Looking forward to another great time, and uh, um, I'm just really worried I'm going to let everyone down. Like, yeah, it's a possibility that you will, um, but I mean, hopefully not. Hopefully not. I um, um I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I've been looking forward to it all week. I'm gonna take a good chunk of Friday off. Yeah. Um, I've been fucking. I'm. I had a. I. I swear. To, I had like this close to a fucking just like a meltdown today. Why? Just like, because. Just well, in general, I, I was out. Uh, I was. I was. Uh, well, I was just like out today. Mm-hmm. And when I'm not in the office, like, and I'm not working, and I'm not getting shit done, and like yeah. I get home, and I'm like, holy shit, I have so much. Like I've like. And oh, I was. Yeah. I was out today, like working. But I wasn't like able to be at the computer. Then I got home and I was like, "Holy shit! Like, oh my god, I got so much! Like, one hundred percent, I'm up all night tonight." Oh really? Yeah, yeah, getting yeah. shit, getting shit done, getting ready for so, but so I can take the latter half of Friday off. Isn't it weird that like the brain does that? Where like for some parts of the week, it's like, oh, "I'll just do it later, I'll yeah. do it later," and then you have this meltdown yeah. at that point where you have to do it. Where yeah. you're like, "Oh my god, I don't! I think I just pushed too much to one. I, yeah. I pushed too much to the last minute." Yeah. Why? Well, I have a client right now who um, I think I oversold. Or at least I over, I think I over promised, uh, or no, I don't think I over promised. I think that I, I promised adequately, uh, but they assumed more. Right. Right. So like, um, they, they, and and they're kind of like all over me right now. Like, why is this happening? And I got to explain it. I'm like, that's not how, that's not how it works. But, uh, I actually wanted to to talk with you about this on the podcast. So I go to, I'm at this, uh, this Shopify event today. Right. Okay. Um, what's Shopify for? So Shopify is a, uh, online e-commerce system, um, based in Canada. Actually, it's a Canadian company. Uh, they've got offices in Toronto, Waterloo. They help online businesses. They're like a storefront like for yeah, online Yeah, like a storefront, like, right? So we, yeah. um, in one of the businesses, uh, we're a, 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 a top store in, in probably the world, but definitely Canada. We're one of the top sure. stores. Um, so today was just, we were meeting with a bunch of other stores, and this necessarily wasn't a Shopify uh, um, uh, sponsored event, but it was like everybody that was there was using Shopify. There was also Shopify developers anyway. So I meet this guy and I've heard about this guy before, right? I've heard about him. I, he's, he's this like elusive fellow that I've heard about so much before. And when I met him today, he was like, Hey, you're Luke. I've heard a lot about you. And I was like, I've heard so much fucking about you. Quinn, this is the product that he sells. I want you just to look at the packaging. Okay. Cause I fucking love the packaging fell in love with the packaging. Okay. This, these are scotch and bourbon infused toothpicks. Ah, <laughs> I remember you told me about this. Holy guy. shit, dude! Check out the packaging. So, so, so this, how this, much? How much does this guy sell these toothpicks for again? So I've got them up on my computer here, but they come into something that looks like a cigar box, right? right. So a four pack of these bottles, yeah, is thirty dollars US, and there's uh, which is extremely expensive. 
Right, and how many? Right? How many in that? I think there's twelve vial? in here. So, so four times like twelve. A vial and there's forty-eight toothpicks for twenty-eight bucks. So it's more than a buck a pick. Wait, right? no, no, it's less than a dollar. Twelve. Right? It's about fifty four. cents a pick. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's about fifty cents a pick. Actually, so now the more I think about it, it's actually not because what this is is super cool. So just look at the packaging. Have a look see at the packaging. It's like a vial. It's a vial with a, with cork, a little cork at the top. Um, but it's packaged like a cigar as if it was like these, a luxury. These sort of large, like longer toothpicks that are very thick. Yeah. And I'll they, link I'll link a I'll link the actual product in the uh, in the show notes description. It's Daneson.com. Daneson it, it looks like he's dipped one end of it in So uh, no. So I assumed that okay, cuz we were talking today and I was like, "What do you, you just you just like let the toothpick soak in whiskey like for X amount of days?" And he's like he would tell me he was like, "No, it's actually like a proprietary infusion process that they use." Really? And whether or not that's him blowing smoke <laughs> up my ass, right? Like it's a proprietary infusion so it was just process. Jack Daniels. We bath them in Jack Daniels 67 <laughs> for no more than 24 to 48 hours. Um, can I open this up? Uh, no. Okay, there you, go. you know what? Let's try it. Let's try them live yeah, on the show. Yeah, let's try them say, live yeah. on the show. Open it up. Because um, I, I absolutely love the packaging. I think it's absolutely that's gorgeous. Funny. I just find it funny that like uh, it's it's you can you can take something like so he's in, there's a market out there for people who want luxury tooth. So not online just quite yet. I don't I don't think that his retail like B two C sales are quite large oh, wow. just quite yet. His oh, one second. Let me get that. Let me get that. Yeah, on, get uh, that on. On Mike, we're really doing this guy a favor, by the way. Yeah. Um, so I, we talked about him today. He, yeah. I was like, "What do you do?" Uh, or he was like, "How do I get this in front of people?" And I was like, "Dude, you got to get on fucking Joe." Uh, first of all, I was like, um, "We got to get, I, we got to get you uh, to Native Commerce, right? Survival Life's list would eat this shit up." You think so? Um, but then we were talking, and I was like. Uh, I, he was like, what about podcast advertising? And I specifically said, I was like, yeah, it's hard. You know, there's people with 20, 20 person podcasts. Um, but maybe Pete, if you're listening, uh, maybe Danson.com <laughs> sponsors this podcast. No, I'm kidding. Uh, uh, but listen try to this guy. So yeah, there yeah. is a cork in this little vial yeah. that has like 12 large toothpicks in it. Yeah. Listen to that. Oh, that? just pop that cork out. Have a sniff. And you, get have a sniff. Lo- you get this intense smell. So that's like that's not whiskey. whiskey. That's not whiskey. Oh really? No, this is ginger honey. Oh, it yeah. smells like alcohol. Let me have this. Let oh, me have well, this I guess maybe essential oil. That's what it must be. It must be ginger essential. Yeah, it's oil. like a ginger essential oil. It's it smells quite, nice either yeah, way. Yeah, it smells very natural. Um, um these look like really nice toothpicks. So it almost looks like one end of them is burnt. Yeah. Do you think that's just an aesthetic? Thing? Right. So I'm. Sniffy sniffy of it right now. Um, looks like your standard toothpick. He had said so. They work with. Um, well, these are a little thicker. A little bit. So these are a little bit thicker. thicker. Yeah. So he, they actually. So somebody asked him like, "What's the difference between this and just like one of these normal in touch toothpicks?" Um, and he said that they work with uh, like a very old wood mill in in these are made in Canada right now. Very 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 uh, high quality. And when I was um, chatting with him and I was chatting with other people, um, he's very meticulous about like these are fucking high quality, right? Like he's not, like these are not from China, right? Right. Like Pete is, uh, he's on it. He's on it. He knows his shit in terms of like um, brand quality. And I actually actually want him, I told him, I was like straight up, like I want to get him to design um, packaging for my products. Right. Because I think it's, his fucking packaging is unbelievable. Well, isn't it funny though that like there's You put that in your mouth? I just put that in my mouth? That's quite a scent, quite a fragrance. Yeah. (laughs) Isn't it funny that there's like a market for not only toothpicks, yeah, but luxury toothpicks. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. you never see people with toothpick, toothpicks so says, unless it's like they're leaving a restaurant. And there was just some there. Uh, well, a lot in the states, it's huge. Like, really, it's not big here, but in the states, it's huge. And he was saying that today. It's totally really, um, celebrities use the shit out of these. He said. 
tons of fucking celebrities with these. With those toothpicks. With these fucking luxury toothpicks. Dude, it is a luxury. Because, I mean, at the point in time that you're spending $28. On toothpicks. But, dude, you know what? This is this is a fucking beautiful gift. Like, oh, my God. This guy would destroy in November and December on, like, get your boyfriend a cool fucking Christmas gift. Right. 28 bucks is kind of like a stocking stuffer. Fuck me. This guy would destroy e-commerce. Yeah, I guess there's a stocking stuffer. If it's kind was, of a cool... It's a unique. I don't know if you'd... Like, if it's, it was it's the not main something, gift yeah. that someone gave me, toothpicks, yeah. I'd be like... <laughs> So I'm I'm I'm, like, I'm not the I'm not the target market, right? right? Um, I think but it's like cool, if somebody like, gave this to me, like like if we were doing Secret Santa and I got yeah. this or something like that, like from one of my buddies gave me this, yeah. um, I think I was like I'd be like that's fucking like this is really fucking cool. Uh, you know, it's kind of, it's I like I I love having I got I, I have a toothpick in my mouth right now, ladies and gentlemen. But I love I love have ever since I watched that movie with Ryan Gosling. Um, what is it called? Drive? Where yeah. he's got the toothpick in his mouth. Yeah. I'm always leaving restaurants and throwing a toothpick in my mouth. It's big in the States. And uh, like um, pretending that I'm that badass. Yeah. Um, so so what, these are neat. What is it about a toothpick that makes you feel tough? Oh. <laughs> it kind of does, right? I don't like, I mean, I, I don't smoke. You don't smoke. So I it's like weird to have no. something like. Just hanging out your mouth. Yeah. Like, um, it's like a fucking cigarette. <laughs> um, but anyways, anyways that's, that's cool. what that's what Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. Just scared Holy the hell out of me. Smoke. Hey, I speaking knew that of loud noises, um, that was I, a beautiful moment on the show, eh? What show? Well, sorry, guys. Uh, we have a dog gate and it just crashed down. Yeah, but, no, I'm not done. Uh, I'm, not done I'm not done talking about our week um, yet, baby. I got lots uh, of fucking well, stuff well, to talk about. Can we not talk about toothpicks for okay, any longer? Okay, let's not talk about toothpicks any longer. I was about to put the used toothpick in the vial. We're chasing a criminal right now. Oh yeah, you've been. Uh, I've you've been, been burgled. Um, you've been robbed. I've been burgled. Burgled. Yeah, well, actually, well, burglar burglary is. They broke in. Is broken into my house. I think yeah, I would be robbed. So I had I had a a, a gentleman break into my truck over the yeah. weekend and he steal. didn't break in though. Did not break. Sorry, I can't use that word because my fucking truck was unlocked. Yeah, but he which opened, still he conveniently opened the yeah, door to my truck. Still not cool. Um, yeah. he was in and you have video of it and this was a I guy have, who looked like he was very comfortable with what he was doing. Yeah. So I assume and I don't want to give away too many details on the podcast just in case he's a listener. Right. Um. <laughs> well, I don't know. I I think it's just a shitty thing that happens, man. It's, Dude, it is, is terrible. Uh, and you know what? Th- people have been like all fucking week. People have been like uh, messaging me and been like, "Dude, it happened to me too." I'm on like the next yeah. street over. So it's like there's something going on in Coburg right now. And yeah. uh, I was actually hoping to hear from the the police tonight, but I didn't get to hear anything. He made off with uh with with some pretty important stuff to me. Um, and then there's a there's a few other people on the street that like you know they had change taken like you can't get their Tim Hortons. Got Does it make I, you think more about like locking your doors at night? Even though he didn't break in, does it make no. you think like? So you were oh, at my like, house gotta... last night, and I didn't realize this. You guys, you and Brooke were here, and I realized I was like, shit. What if he took my garage door opener? Right, right. because he gets my garage door open, he can, he can waltz right into my house. Right. Um, thankfully he did not take my garage door opener. So, and, and I was t- speaking with the police and I hope he's listening because the police say that he's, he's probably the stupidest, you know, one of these stupidest fucking people on the face of the earth. Um, he has the mental capacity. Are you sure that they, squirrel. like, they, they're like, they're like, this is the suspect. Well, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to let the police do their job. You right. know, I'm going to let the police do their job, but, you're, they're, but not they're, fully... they're confident that, that, that whoever did this has the mental capacity of a squirrel. And right. if you're listening, whoever I did feel this, like, but I feel like. In high school, I knew people, or I had heard of people, um, 
who it, like were, would walk around at night and open up see if do- car doors. So were you open. told me that one of our mutual friends did that, yeah. and if that's true, fuck him. So I like won't. That, I won't. Don't, mention, don't mention it. I won't mention like, any names. Fuck that. But like, I remember in high school, like, I, saw I was never people, cool with that in high school. Uh, it was. It was what uh, lock your doors is basically. Your no, car don't. Doors. You don't. You shouldn't even fucking have to. Like I, you, I got pissed off when you told me that like, I did that the other day. So lock your fuck car him. doors because there's a thing that's called uh, um, car hopping. Car hopping. And it's not like fence hopping. This is what I fucking hate. Whoever's naming these things uh, uh, needs to like needs to get some logic to the way they name things. Yeah. Because fence hopping is you hop over fences. Yeah. Um, and you try to see how many fences you can get over without getting caught. That's a thing that teenagers do. Uh, car hopping. I never did that. That's is, actually a thing. Yeah. Really. Car hopping. I never had the physique to do that in uh, high school. <laughs> car hopping is, uh, um, or at least it was when I was in high school. Um, car hopping is you walk around and you Dumb. try doors Dumb. and if they open up, then you take stuff out of them. That's fucking stupid. Um, that's not car hopping. That's fucking robbery. Yes. It, that's exactly But there's no way that exactly our friend right. did that. You're exactly right. There's no way that the guy that we know did that. Well, we'll talk about it off the air, but anyways, yeah. lock your doors because, Don't uh, lock. there's, there's people, that's a thing there's that I'm pretty sure high schoolers do. So I'm interested to see when, if they ever figure out who actually did this because, um, you seem to believe that there's like one master criminal I, yeah, I'm, I'm walking around town doing doing all the the yeah. the, the, the burgling yeah. bur- burger burgle, burgling 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 he's burgling everybody <laughs> he's a burglar yeah um uh a master burglar uh uh just whereas the worst i kind of i kind of wonder if there's someone in your neighborhood some teenager who just like walks around and steals yeah. shit see the thing is with it in canada and we we can talk about this and i know that we can debate this but in canada um it's it's pretty hard to own a, a firearm. Yeah. Um, so I think that a lot of the criminals, you know, they go around like this guy might have a knife on him, right? right. Uh, kind of thing. But like in the States, if this was happening, I'd be fucking terrified. Because in the States, everybody's got a firearm, right? Like I feel like everybody's oh, got a Oh, I guarantee gun, you this right? still happens in the States though. Yo, it, it does happen in the States. But like he's rolling down these streets now. The only problem with this street for him though is that there's a bunch of fucking RCMP officers that live on the street who definitely have firearms in their house. What are you? What are you talking about? What are you insinuating? I'm, like, I'm insinuating. I'm, I'm insinuating that like, like, should this guy like, like, say, so for instance, he he hit, he struck right when Melissa would have been getting home from work, right. right? So this is so he hit at a time that was like so early. Like I had a bike. It was stolen also years su- ago, it's all, all, and it it's was kind like of suspicious. And the time that your bike was stolen was ah, a little, it's yeah. It's 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 a, but usually you hear about things being stolen like early four, in, the morning, in the morning on Saturday or something like that yeah. when most people are asleep, like four or five o'clock in the morning. This guy hit you at like midnight on a saturday yeah. that's weird and that's yeah. what makes me feel like it was some drunk kid walking home no um he knew what he was doing dude he had a flashlight like, like he know, knew maybe. what he was fucking doing um it'd be he, interesting to see how that that lock your doors ladies and gentlemen yeah. and it's a shame i feel like everybody has a story where they were uh they've been stolen so from, but thank, thank god sucks. and like i was it, talking to most about this kind of question thank people, god it was a material know? item like something that can easily be replaced i mean right. it was something that has like footage like camera footage on it that yeah. like i can never replace and if you're listening to this bring me back my fucking memory card just send that um, back. just send that back um thank god it wasn't anything like like uh, I, know, I know a fella a couple streets over had a fucking engagement ring stolen yeah that's right which he was hiding from his wife um yeah. and if that was the case i'd probably be more riled up i might be out on the streets looking for this guy you know do you think that's true or do you think he was just trying to 
curry favor with his girlfriend. You think? Like, yeah. yeah. You, th- you think? He's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, me, it's like me. Uh, I had like, like say, I just had like a couple cables that yeah. were stolen. It was like, yeah, and there was an engagement ring. Yeah. There might have been five, six thousand dollars in baby, cash. Maybe somebody stole like somebody stole ten bucks from my uh, glove compartment box. And you know what? I had some nice Gerber yeah. daisies that yeah. I had picked up for you uh, in there. <laughs> there just happened to be a thirteen thousand dollar check, cashier's. You know check what? I had there. actually bought you. Uh, you know that engagement ring you've been pressing me about? I actually bought you that, and it was in the car. It's a shame that someone stole it because now That's we're gonna so have to funny. wait another three years. Yeah. So don't be an asshole. Don't steal things from other people. Work hard from your stuff. People work hard for their stuff. It's capitalism, baby. Happy capital. <laughs> <laughs> Happy capitalism. Um, Let's no, just... it's just a shame that that happened to you, but. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. we'll I'm see how off. that. So I told that, you, I'm not so much worried about the stuff. Out. Like, like the stuff. Like I said, the stuff can be replaced. Everybody's right. happy. Everybody's healthy right now, which is all that matters. I don't like to lose, and this guy's oh fucking God. making me lose right now. So I can't wait. And when when he's uh, when he's like uh, when he's sentenced, you fucking bet your ass I'm gonna be there. I'm coming. I don't care if he's oh he's God. getting sentenced for like petty theft. He's getting sentenced because he was he was caught with like stolen iPhone headphones. Yeah. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna make sure they. Th- I'm gonna be in the back of the courtroom just heckling the judge. You're like this weird. You have this like. I don't fucking lose. This bi- would you stop saying you don't lose? I've I don't ha- like to lose. I've been listening to you for the last week saying. I don't like, and you get all like, uh, like, um, like epic, I like don't Jason like Statham, or like, uh, or like Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. Like, I don't know who you are. I don't like to lose. I don't when like you to say, lose. um, it sucks. Yeah, you feel that's the thing though. It kind of like you're hitting on a point. Like you feel like, uh, um, you someone feel, you feel got violated. one over on you, and it sucks. Like that happens to everyone. Like, yeah. you, like someone pulls. Everybody gets kind of conned or like stolen from in some way throughout their life and it yeah. kind of sucks that it when it happens and uh, yeah. so this has never really happened to me in this uh so it happens to you it's, it's happened to you before yep. your bike right that was yep. fucking that was like and you know what the, the problem with that is that we had no control over um the evidence the like it was in yeah. it was in toronto it was in a bigger city so it was like at that point in time it was like well you kiss your bike goodbye yeah whereas now it's like small town i've got the i own the video footage whereas the condo owned the video footage when your bike was stolen yeah, they were like well they we're not going to show it to you yeah. we'll show it to the toronto police if they submit the paperwork yeah, in two to three weeks to request it. it like which fuck off you're not going to do that yeah um so yeah no it was a so it's been a it's been an up and down week i'm very happy very excited very excited about friday yeah um was super looking forward today uh all day today to to record this podcast with you and watch episode Six? Eight, six, well, six, well, episode six. Yeah, I think it was episode of six. Survivor because we're doing episode seven of the podcast. It's episode six of Survivor. Big yeah. week last week. Last week, Alan goes home. Gone. Yeah, Goodbye. Bit of an upset. Um, that I was, didn't see. I honestly didn't see that coming. Yeah, that was Jerry Fox's guy in the pool. Yeah. Um, and just uh, for the, those of you watching, spoiler alert: Quinn and I um have seen the end of this episode. We do yeah. know who goes home uh, strictly because our uh, our ladies were watching Luke's, it with yeah, us. Yeah, they wanted to know uh, what happened right away. And yeah. actually, uh, before we get into it, I have to um, apologize uh, to uh, Mel uh, Mel Dinich, oh who, who's goodness, yeah. uh, you know a, a, definitely a friend of the friend show. Of the show. Um, my lovely uh, girlfriend Brooke, uh, she's one of our <laughs> she's one of our only listeners. And she was uh, listening to us on the treadmill, and uh, so, yeah, I was going to say off. I was just going to ask you where Brooke listens. Oh yeah, when she's on the treadmill and she can't find a good episode of uh, <laughs> another podcast, she'll listen to us. And she was telling me that she was very all right, upset all right, all right. with um, with me and you, sir, because we kept cutting off Mel in uh, in the last episode, not the last one, uh, episode five. Um, and uh, she, I just wanted to apologize to Mel. I'm so sorry if we were cutting you off. 
you and I just have like such a such strong personality, such a strong dynamic, and and we don't have a third mic still. We're gonna get one, guys, yeah. but we still don't have a well, third where's mic. Walter Lee? Where's, so where's friend of the show, Walter off, Lee? Um, I know Walter. Bring that third mic by eventually. Yeah. But you know what we should do? We should do special guest episode with Walter Lee. Called Where's the Mic, Walter? Where's the Mic, Walter? <laughs> Where when he finally brings us the mic, the day that he does, because we're gonna get to see. I'm fucking excited to see him Friday. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen Walter Lee in a yeah. while. Um, I actually forgot to tell you, Justin O'Hara for me today. I had a little chat with Justin today. He's doing well. Oh, cool, good. Um, friend of the show, Justin O'Hara, and he was on episode three yeah, of your host um, spoken special he's a police episode. Police officer in uh, up up north, up northern north, Canada, up in no man's land. No man's according land, according to RMP. Um. So, anyways, uh, episode six of uh, Survivor gets yeah. underway. Anyways, I'm sorry, Mel. I just wanted to say that. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I respect you. Mel. And honestly, I want Mel on this show. I feel like the episodes are just better when she's here. Yeah, because she's got a little bit of back knowledge about everything, right? Mel, uh, Mel's a, a pop culture junkie. And Mel, I think, knows the show better than you or I. <laughs> yeah. No, I, mean, I, know, um, the I know the show, Quinn. Uh, so, anyways, Mel, I'm so sorry if I cut you off. I hate I hate cutting people off. And even though I do it all the time, I yeah. don't realize it. So, uh, we value your opinion and we can't wait to have you back on the show, Mel. I'm keeping an eye on the security. I've got security cameras. Out right. of my, I got the monitor in my office here. I got it blown up with a fucking front, front, uh, front of my house security cam. Mm-hmm. Gonna keep an eye on that. Any suspicious characters walk by Quinn? Mm-hmm. We might have to halt the podcast. Maybe a mobile podcast. I'll get it fired up on my phone. We're gonna fucking track this guy down. <laughs> so the day after that, this uh, burglary happened, there was this yeah. girl driving by. And the people across the street from us, they have little kids. So the the dad, who's a firefighter in Toronto, a really nice guy, really nice family across the street, uh, he gets up on the roof and he does all these like fucking ludicrous Halloween decorations, yeah, right? Like I'm I talking, yeah. So they, they go all out. So the day after this happened, there's this car that keeps like driving by, slowing down, and driving by, slowing down, driving by, slowing down. And then this person gets out of the car and starts taking pictures of the house. And I'm like, this is fucking not gonna happen on my watch, right? So I ended up, I'm like, I'm like standing in the front window with my arms crossed. I'm like a 95 year old man. Oh I'm like, God. Melissa, not on my watch. This isn't gonna happen. This fucking guy is casing this house to steal something, <laughs> right? I go out in the middle of the street. I got no shoes on. I'm like, excuse me, excuse me, right. excuse me. I grab her. I grab this 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 person's shoulder. Turns around. It's like a 95 year old <laughs> grandmother. She's like, oh my my grandson really likes uh, houses. I didn't fucking believe this woman when I didn't believe her further than I could throw her. I'm going to be keeping my eye on this house. What do you think of, speaking of people casing houses and stuff, what do you think of that new Amazon box you can get oh, or something for your house? Oh, I saw that today that lets the people in. It Absolutely lets fucking in. not. See, but I don't live in a neighborhood. I, I, I used to not live in a neighborhood where people would steal shit off your porch. Right. Um, but I've never had a problem with that. One, because I have like two security cameras on my porch facing the door. Right. So I would know. I mean... And I never order Amazon. You've got I, like an electronic. I have an electronic uh, doorbell too, and I have an electronic lock. Yeah, so. So what um, this is? To I don't like anybody people listening? having access to my house. To to anybody listening, what this is is Amazon's introducing a piece of tech where you can have it in your house, and when you have a delivery coming, it'll if the if the uh, the Amazon UPS guy or whoever is yeah. delivering that box, if he shows up uh, or she shows up and they deliver a package. Um, uh, the door will once they get to your door, the door will automatically unlock, and they can open the door and put the p- package inside quickly, and then leave. And so, I guess the debate is like uh, the the pros of that are obviously you don't have to wait between you, you know you'd get that you get that uh, that phone call or that email that's like someone's going to be at your house between the hours of yeah. nine and five. Um, and you like it's this huge crazy window you wait there all day you don't have to do that anymore um, you, someone can just like literally open the door drop off the package leave the cons of that obviously are how much do you trust uh, the guy delivering the package or the gal delivering the package yeah um, 
to me, I would, I would much rather see a mainstream, uh, like just a, a lockbox that goes on my porch. That's like an Amazon box, yeah. right? So I have a mailbox and then I have an Amazon box. But it'd have right? to be a big box. I mean, it'd have to be an adequate size box, right? It doesn't go like if, right. if, if a big package gets dropped off here, most of the time it goes to the convenience store anyway. So I got to pick it up at the convenience store. Um, but that actually might not be a bad business. And I assume there's somebody doing it already. Yeah. Um, whereas there's a box that goes on your porch that UPS and FedEx has the, the capabilities of unlocking and shit, throwing shit in because yeah. that way you're not giving them access to their house, but yeah. it's still all locked in a secure location. You're a guy who gets a lot of packages from Amazon. Yes. Do they, do you get a notification immediately once it hits your porch? Um, well, I get like a thing from my cameras that says, Hey, there's motion on your porch, so, like, but when, I don't, I don't get like an Amazon notification. that's like delivered. Wouldn't that be a better thing is you put this box in your house and instead of it opening your door, um, there's a setting where, uh, it just texts you, Hey, your Amazon box. Some, yeah, but some just people got aren't dropped home, off. right? People aren't home. Yeah. But then you can just be like, Hey neighbor, Greg, it's there on the porch right now. Can you go get, it? you know? Yeah. But at that, and, but then we get to the point where it's like, I think it would literally just be easy to put a lock box on your porch. Right. Like if I had a, a thing on my porch that was no bigger than a, a Rubbermaid tote, right? No bigger, probably smaller than a Rubbermaid tote. What's that? Like just like a tote, like a Rubbermaid box. Okay. Like, right? That you put your shit in, like, sure. a, like a tote that you move with. Um, are you fucking kidding me? I don't what know what a tote know, is. Rubber, like a tote. What's a tote? You're fucking 23 years old. You don't know what a fucking tote oh is? Oh, my God. What? Show me a tote. Oh, my God, dude. All right, we got to pull up a picture of a tote here. Oh, my gosh. When I, when I show you what it is, you're going to be like, oh, a fucking tote. Sounds, sounds like uh, something you're making up. Um, so our UPS guy, uh, we leave our door unlocked while we're home. And uh, are he you thinks that yours is a building? Yeah, yeah. So he thinks it's a building. It's kind of like we live in the upstairs unit of a house that's been divided into uh, different apartments. And uh, he like sometimes you'll just hear the door open. Oh, like oh, Rubbermaid, to, like Rubbermaid the company. Oh my god! <laughs> no, <laughs> like, you're just saying like, like a rubber, rubber like oh weird rubber god. box. Oh, okay, yeah. Holy um, fucking uh, so this the UPS guy. It's like one of those fucking plastic bins, people. Okay. Um, uh, anyway, so this, this, uh, this, the, the UPS guy, he thinks our, our, he, or at least he did for the longest time. He thought that our, our uh, apartment was like a walk up and there was like a hallway or something. So he would just open the door. You'd just hear him open the door and throw, throw a package on the front steps before my dog, my little dog, uh, cheeky just would run down and try to attack him. So you um, already give access. So I've already had this service for years. Yeah, you've had you this know, service. For I years. think I was part of the testing group or something. Um, no, I I like the lockbox idea. But at the same yeah. time like I go I go back to my original point, Quinn. Stop stealing people's shit. Right. Like fuck you. Well, yeah, I mean people have been Get a job. People have been stealing stuff for years. Get a job, Quinn. <laughs> Just for years. Yeah. People have been stealing and stealing and murdering and prostitution. Jesus Christ. Uh and if you're a prostitute, you, I'm not lumping you in with those people. Um, it's a perfectly legitimate form of business, but, um, episode six uh, survivor, your hosts have spoken, ladies and gentlemen, what happened this week? Started off with a boom. You said a boom, a boom, a boom. Oh, well, when the thing fell, I just wanted to mention that that uh, thing with the Marine was really nice. I thought that yeah. was really so well I'm done. I'm going to cut that thing falling out of the podcast. Uh, so they won't know what that means because RIP headphone users when that fucking happens. Right. Right? So there was a large gate, uh, a dog gate that, that crashed, over. uh, um, cause Luke and my dog get crazy when they're together and, uh, it made a loud noise and I don't the, want to hurt your ears. The guy, guys. uh, the, the, if you watched the episode this week, um, the Marine had to listen to a, uh, 
heard a loud noise. Some bamboo exploded in the fire, in the fire yeah. and uh, it put him into a weird mode and or into a weird mood. And I thought it was just like a really nice part of the episode, the way they handled like um, how he was going, kind of going through that psychologically. Yeah, um, I thought it was just a nice, beautiful moment. I and they said so, but then uh, like when when he it was a be- actually a beautiful scene. Um, yeah. and, but then Mike Zahowski, the the urologist, is like, I totally understand he's what like, he's going through. <laughs> I'm like, um, you know, fucking the foot doctor. Been three and a half years in active duty. Uh, <laughs> You know, probably getting the, getting shot at and the all the worst kind of shit. And the foot doctor goes, yeah, I've but seen, I, I've you, seen know some I, pretty, you know what? On my job, I've seen some pretty crazy <laughs> fungus too, you know? I just like, I just thought that was a nice moment. So that whole scene made, made me, me really it, like that. Yeah, character, it, that, it, that reinfor- it reinforced that I fucking love Ben. Yeah, I really like that player a lot more. And uh, Brooks got, Brooks got him. I actually really think that he's... I, um, and he was like, I'm here to win the million dollars. Uh, we should just, somebody fucking should just come forward and give him a million dollars, you know, for yeah. our service to the country. I fucking love Ben. Okay. Yeah, he was, it Ben's, was just a nice Ben's moment. My new fan whoever did, whoever kind of like edited that, that episode together, yeah. and like, it was just really, really well done. And uh, this episode, I actually pretty much like liked everyone. There was nobody that no, I really, no, no, no. I feel like at this moment, there's I wrote no down, one I don't like. I wrote down fuck more times in my notes this week than really? I have ever before. Well, you're in just yeah. in a mood. Um, like who who do you say fuck to? Fuck you! Are you fucking kidding me? Fuck this! About fuck what? That. About who? Um, so I'm well. I'm gonna go. So I wrote, I fucking love Ben. So I was very passionate yeah. about Ben. Okay. Um, but I mean, I'll, I'll, we'll get into it. I'll, every each time I said I wrote fuck down, I'll, I'll talk about it in the notes. But um, the next thing I've got written down in the notes here are are the challenges now um, made for nip slips. <laughs> Right, because this this first challenge, you've got people sliding and slipping. Yeah. Just well, they did in this sand. last season. Did they? I don't um, remember that. Yeah, they did, and there was like a lot of uh, a lot of boob uh, falling out. I think a guy's uh, a guy's pr- uh, private parts fell out. It's like an awkward challenge where you kind of have to worm your way around the sand, and uh, no matter what bathing suit you're wearing, well, it's just like Mel. Mel was watching the uh, episode with us, and. Uh, no, she was saying that no matter what bathing suit you're wearing as a woman, something's going to fall. Something's going to happen. Yeah. And even as the guys, like you see their butt cracks and everything, because it's just you're worming in the sand, and there's not much that you can do to avoid uh, some some awkward wardrobe malfunctions. It was kind of a weird challenge, though, and I felt that it was what was really weird about it was the last stretch of it was the hardest part. Yes. And our tribe, um, uh, what's our tribe called again? Soku. Soku tribe, the yellow tribe, uh, they chose Ryan by far one of their weakest uh yeah, definitely one weakest, of their weakest um, players. challenge players. Yeah. Uh so Soku lost that big time. Yeah, they, yeah, they and lost the Because reward. they chose Ryan, one of their weakest physical players, to do the hardest part of that stretch. Did yeah. they choose or were they assigned? They would no, they would have chose. And I've got it written down here. So Jesse was absolutely crushing it. Um, in the uh, in the beginning, um, for for the red team or sorry, um, for her team, and then Mike Zahowski fucking tanked in that challenge. Ryan tanked in that challenge, and I wanted to point out this too. Has Devin ever thrown a fucking ball in his entire life? Okay, dude, that's a hard thing. Seen this to guy get it in. just kind of throwing it up. It was going fucking backwards. No, dude, you ever throw a? Uh, you ever like try to like? You've thrown like tried to yeah. get a ball in the hoop before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I totally sound like a guy who's never played sports before. You've uh, you've, uh, put that you've thrown thing a, in you've that. thrown a ball at uh, the the hoop before. Yeah. But uh, no, like it's 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 this was like a tiny hoop and a tiny ball. I totally get missing that over and over again. And quite yeah. frankly, I bet you they cut out a ton of the missed shots <laughs> because there was there was a point where where Ryan was taking so long. To get to finish that final stretch oh of the sand, God, that I they ha- they were able to get a wide shot and then also go in close a close up on his face 
and then a medium shot and then back to a wide like they went in for several shots yeah well and and uh, by the time he finished there were still people throwing that ball I bet you that took them a lot longer than it seems on the episode to finish that challenge because it, I, I uh, even though it looks easy on uh, on TV yeah I think that that like hole it would have been hard to get a ball into successfully probably once you did it. And when we kind of saw this with one of the, with the blue team, yeah. um, once they started getting it in, it was just like easier and easier. Each one, they got in one after the other, but I don't know. I'd fucking have trouble getting a tiny ball in that hole. I totally understand. I totally understand. I feel like you don't though. I feel like you're like, you were totally judging. No, uh, no I don't understand. The guy's a fucking, he's a, he's a professional. He's wasn't he, isn't he a surfer? Yeah, but a surfer doesn't an throw athlete. a ball. He's a fucking athlete. An athlete. I could be good at badminton, but terrible at football. Yeah. You know keep, what I'm keep, saying? Keep your eye on that security monitor, Quinn. We got any fucking suspicious characters out there, you let me know. Uh, we get back from Tribal Council. Uh, sorry, not Tribal Council. We get back from the first reward. Ashley says she trusts no one, even though Joe thinks he's in control. Joe is not in control. Oh, um, so and yeah, I've, gotten I, can, written can da- I? I've got written down here. Yeah. Fuck Joe. So, uh, so can I can I mention something about that? So Please. it, it kind of opens up with, of course, as always, they're back from tribal, and they have to do this thing where so Ashley is like the odd man out now, right? Because she tried yes. to get rid of Joe, and yes. everybody voted against. Uh, and Joe's like, I read you, I read you. Yeah, everybody. Joe voted. Uh, Joe used his immunity idol, and then he got two other people to vote against. Um, uh, uh, or no, then he got someone else. Basically, Joe won. Yes. Right. And yes. now Ashley's the odd person out because of the vote last week. Um, this is what I what I would like just despise being on the show is that she's got to go back and she's got to be like, oh my god, guys, that was like incredible. Oh, like she was you hating gotta, him. You got to save. She you was gotta save face. Yeah, she was hating him in the in the uh, tribal or in the uh, the tribal council, uh, and she was just ready to like slit his throat and send him home and then as soon as she like she realizes oh she's been got they get back to the beach and she's got to do this weird dance where it's like we're like oh like how'd you do that like what'd you say again yeah. he's like I, I said i read your face like i knew what you were gonna I do knew and you're you like oh my babe. god like you're so smart like i didn't realize how smart you are like that kind of stuff I just, oh my god, yeah. that's the kind so you of social play that. I wouldn't be able to You wouldn't be able stomach. to, yeah, so you wouldn't be able to to sort of bite your tongue. I'd just and, be like, you son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but I th- and I think that's what CBS wants, right? I think, right. and by the sounds of, by the looks of uh, what our episode next week is, that is what happens after yeah. uh, after who goes You know what, tonight. he's acting, Joe's acting a lot like, oh, I'm so smart, I read her face and I used the uh, the thing to protect me. Yeah. I think he would have protected himself no matter what. He seems what. like the kind of guy that's going to protect himself It no was a what. bet. He made a bet uh, between protecting him or protecting uh, Desi, and uh, it paid off. Yeah. It was Desi, right? That was his partner last week? Was. I'm pretty sure. I'm sorry if I'm getting that wrong. But Desi. between protecting him and protecting the woman who uh, is kind of in an alliance with him yeah. and uh, who told him, like, you better protect me because if I if I end up up in, uh, end up on the chopping block, like, yeah. I'll hate you. Yeah. Like, he kind of was like, ah, I'm going to use it on myself. He made a bet, and it kind of worked out in his favor. I don't think he, that there was any, like, deep thought there. No, I, I don't think so. I don't. I just don't like Joe. He just seems like he's like such an annoying kind of like. Let's just vote this fucking guy out already. Like, I don't. The like, guy he thinks that he's like I'm the fucking man. Like I'm yeah. I'm on. Like he's like I'm gonna fucking win this game. I don't think he's got a clue. He doesn't know what day of the fucking week it is. I don't. I don't. Uh, 
I don't like him because he seems like he's going to be... Um, if he had a ton of power, he'd become a bully. Yeah. And, uh, like, in the game. Yeah. And that's something that so kind of turns him, me off yeah, about a player. We need to get him gone. Um, I want to mention maybe this, I'm too. Wrong. We'll after maybe after the, nice. the challenge... Um, and, by the way, make no means... You're looking over the security margin. We see suspicious activity. Are you just having a look see? No, I just like I see TVs and I just oh, okay. stare at them. Um, we get back. We like, get back to the Soku camp after the reward challenge. And make no mistake, I think that Ryan was absolutely fucking useless in the reward right. challenge. He was useless. <laughs> um, but then everybody at Soku was like, they were giving him participation awards. Like, oh, Ryan, well, they like him. It's okay. Yeah, you know what? I think that you lose the challenge, you go home. Really? Yeah. I think you're fucking gone. Right. But I don't know because at a certain point, how important are challenges? Like they just lost some fucking. They lost some food, in that. And challenge. I guess to that point, like you want coffee. you want the people that are fucking terrible at challenges yeah. around when they go to a single tribe. Yeah. Because then they're just gonna suck. That's another thing is that that's kind of like you have to keep in mind when you're looking at like who why aren't they like like ganging up on him? Yeah. Like if it's someone that you're not at all threatened by. Yeah. Then, uh, which by the way, I think they should be threatened by Ryan because I think he uh, does have a really good social game. I agree. Um, I agree. If I would, so Ryan's a player that I super underestimated going in. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, and I didn't think he was going to be much. He's just very good at making the right friends. Yeah, and uh, but 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 still looking like he might be a floater. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I agree. And so like I think what'll happen is he'll be like um, uh, one of those people that might get to the end, and and people will kind of like, oh, we'll take Ryan to the end because yeah. nobody's going to vote him. It'll be one of these challenge. Uh, yeah. The beasts that like get to the end and they're like, I'm bringing you Ryan. And then, uh, everybody votes for Ryan. Cause he just, he just played a better social game. I'm interested to see, cause you, you have this theory and I'm interested to see what you say about this. Um, this was the first episode where Rourke really showed up at all. Um, right. Yeah. So this, this was her planted on the Island episode <laughs> where it was like, Oh, I've heard Rourke speak more than three fucking lines. Yeah. Um, and we're actually watching uh, a separate, totally separate, separate reality show right now. The bachelorette Canada, the bachelor Canada, the bachelor, bachelor Canada, Canada yeah. um, where there's a, a hometown, uh, a hometown uh, subject on the show. She's from one of the girls it's on the bachelor is from our town. Yeah. Um, and I noticed like the first two weeks she has gotten zero airtime. Right. Um, I don't know. Maybe she, she didn't ask the right questions. Uh, she she got the end slot of the first episode. She yeah. got like the credit slot, um, which is actually a, which was actually a big deal. She closed out the episode. Actually, yeah. I think that's a big deal. And it was actually a, if if she's ever listening, like that was actually a really funny moment. It I was like funny. It was kinda, yeah, I thought it was. It was good. She kind of came off as one of the better. Uh, better can't yeah. say players on the bachelor but yeah. one of the better women on the bachelor yeah and i um, hope that she lasts because I, I i just i mean i'm, I'm rooting for a hometown, hometown oh absolutely a hometown yeah. hero you know what was it we have we have single friends though if you watch the bachelor they all all the girls uh have to uh do these bios beforehand similar to survivor oh yeah and uh one of the questions was, is like um why are you looking for love on the bachelor and uh this girl was like um uh not the girl that we know not the yeah Oh, she was like, uh, she was like, there's just not a lot of good options in my area. And we have this single friend who was reading that and he was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, um, yeah, I know he, I mean, anyways. I know he, well, maybe we can get him on the bachelorette. Uh, yes. Oh man. Wouldn't Ooh. that be fucking, oh my, God. oh my God. By the way, I would, this would no longer become an audio podcast. This would become a weekly video spectacular. <laughs> I'd rent a, um, uh, I think, oh, uh, talking today. Um, I'm it, as soon as the housing market like drops in this area. Yeah. Um, 
Is that the police? That's the police doing a little driveway. It's not the police. That wasn't the police. No, that okay. was a USV, like a family USV. Um, <laughs> as soon as as soon as prices drop on the street, gonna buy or house. I'm going to buy another house and, and use it. So I was at the this meeting today. That was at uh, a house, beautiful, absolutely fucking gorgeous house downtown Toronto. Beautiful four four story, um, really modern house, um, and they use it as an office. Okay. Yeah. Right. So I was like, um, I was like, we, I, 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 I want to do that because I think that's kind of nice. You've got a house, you've got a garage, um, to do like the, the messy stuff in, uh, you've got a, maybe an unfinished basement, you've got a yard and it's just kind of, I, I feel when I was working there and I, when I, we were kind of like mingling today, I was like, this is much nicer than like an office with like bright halogen lights. It was just right. Yeah. Yeah. Especially cause we could just set this up, have this set up here, there and oh, we, yeah, we yeah. wouldn't have to. Um, and it would be kind of nice because I wouldn't be renting an office. I'd be owning the office. I think just like There's some tax, uh, uh, documentation that I'd have to look into. But. <laughs> yeah. Cause they might, uh, because it'd be like a commercial property, but like weird, I could, yeah. I could buy the house with the bit or sorry by myself, like, like Luke could buy the house and then, yeah. uh, my company could pay Luke rent. Say yeah, there's some, there's some right. tax documentation I have to look at. Cause I'd, I'd want to do it all super legit because yeah. tax law and capital gains tax is something you don't want to fuck around with. And also you're being recorded right now. So. And also I'm being <laughs> recorded. I pay Everything to the um, government. I actually overpay the CRA. I did overpay the CRA this year. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, um, what anyway, were we talking getting about? Getting back to, we were talking about the Bachelor of Canada, but oh. getting back to it. We oh, were so about, yeah, this is their episode where they show up. Um, they show up out of nowhere. Yeah. I kind of was thinking that, but like, I definitely did see her at other points. I but just this think was she her. This was her episode waves. to shine. Yeah, and she she. She definitely made waves this episode. Yeah. I kind of think they made a mistake sending her home instead of Chrissy. I feel like Chrissy not going home, uh, to me, shows me that maybe my guy isn't... Uh, like, just the fact that she tricked him with that, like, that all-girls thing. Yeah. I'm just blown away that, like... I guess they were on the same tribe together, and that's yeah. why he voted with her. Yeah. But I really thought that... Well, uh, we don't want to talk about the vote just quite yet, baby. Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm already talking about it. Yeah. Like, I really thought that um, it was going to go a different way and yeah. that Rourke uh, might not have uh, had the fate that she had. There it is, ladies already, and gentlemen. I already oh. said it, but... Um, um, uh, my thing is... Did like, they, it was her episode to shine, though, and she did kind of come out of nowhere. I oh, think they I totally do forgot. That, I actually did when I mentioned that it was her episode to shine. I totally forgot yeah. that she was the one that got I So maybe that was... They were like, this is the one that we focus on Rourke. Well, yeah, because really you want to build a story around her. The yeah. thing about uh, the thing that annoyed me with like someone like Sari last season was like, in the end, like when it's the last ten, <laughs> like of course we're getting new mm-hmm. new faces now in the first few episodes, but like in the last uh, season there was like Sari kind of showed up for me at least. She it felt like she showed up out of nowhere in the last like ten episodes. Yeah, I totally understand. Um, and same with the woman who won. Like I didn't, re- you didn't really see much of her throughout no. the entire season yeah. until the last like six episodes. Yeah. Um, and they feel it feels like sometimes uh, I'm going crazy and like they've planted these people on the show. But Rourke, I kind of knew because like we'd talked about her before and I yeah. remembered her. Um, Do they? There was one shot there, and we've talked about this before. They've got a fucking Brita filter on that island. Why? Like there was think? just like the, like they pulled up like the like the like the bucket where they're oh the to bucket get water. where they like get all ten, the water like from? six seven years ago they had to boil their water to drink it now there's a there's one of these you know survival yeah. life's got the the life straw on survivor oh yeah yeah and uh um there's definitely yeah just a basin of water yeah. well after so although after, that doesn't take away from the game for me at all like seeing them boil water doesn't make me feel like oh they're it's like any more exciting 
I was um, watching them eat that coconut, and it kind of like it looked, be, looked good. It looked good. I was yeah. like, oh, I kind of want to go recently like, find eat out fresh that I'm coconut. not. I've I've gone 22 years, 23 years of my life thinking that I'm allergic to coconut because you're allergic to nuts. Because I'm allergic to nuts. I was always told that I'm allergic to anything with the word nut in it. Right? <laughs> um, but I found out that coconut recently isn't nut. It's a legume. Or is it a legume? Yeah, it was a legume. I'm pretty sure. Um, but anyways, I'm not allergic to it, so I, I actually haven't had. Uh, I, coconut actually looks very tasty. Even a fruit, I don't know. Um, but yeah, you're not allergic to coconut. So you might be. I don't know. Well, one of the thing, one of the things in this episode uh, that Lauren brought up was that Cole thinks that he's at the Mandarin buffet eating, right? Like he's so they won the reward challenge. The the his team. Oh, and um, he's like, and he's his like, fingers. he's like licking his fingers. And, and we talked about. By that. the way, if if anybody at the Mandarin buffet is like licking the 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 communal spoon, yeah, fuck you, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I like, that, like he was being super rude about yeah. that. That's like it was like I just don't understand how he's not realizing like oh everybody has to use this like he's that's yeah. a, that's an example of someone getting yeah. way too comfortable way too quick. Well, because we, we talked about this and you'd be like, that would be me on Survivor. But then I was like, no, you'd be the guy that Jeff Prost would be like. No, we, I we, didn't say that would be me. We someone sh- else pointed at me. Everybody wants to insult me at every yeah. moment. Well, Jesus um, fucking Christ. Uh, and uh, someone else, I mean, it was Mel, pointed at me and said, oh, that would be Quinn on Survivor yeah. licking his fingers and like spitting in containers and farting in bathtubs and laughing about it this guy and hasn't like, been on time for anything you, his then your thing was like years. that no i'd be the guy that's like way to tribal council yeah. like hardy har har okay yeah, this guy hasn't been I on would, time i would be the guy who was taking home the million dollars oh taking home the million much, dollars okay? oh, they would have already handed out the prize by I'd, the time you got there. I'd, I'd be i'd be dominating every challenge Jesus and dominating Christ. the social game like no one has ever dominated it before um so do- and dr mike finds the idol Oh uh, yeah, can you explain I, that to me a little bit? So like, what why, I don't understand he, is like he was just, like getting water, and then all of a sudden he just drops down, and he's like digging, looking. just digging in the middle of the fucking beach, yeah. like oh, like, digging deep, too. yeah, like six feet down. Do you ever think like there's like a, for the, the production producer, staff? Oh, the producers definitely like like hey, the by production the way. staff that the, he's like, hey, go hide a bunch of these around the island. Uh, do you think that there's just some hidden like deep in the sand that no one ever finds, and they're like. Maybe. Like they, you get a bonus if someone finds your that's your, gonna be your immunity. That's idol. gonna be an environmental protection hazard. No, if anything, you don't want people to find your hidden immunity. Idol. Interesting. I don't know. It's yeah. just so deep in the sand. With every hidden immunity idol of yours that people find, you, right. lo- you lose five G's a year in salary. Like I don't know if I would, uh, if I would ever dig that deep. Maybe that's why I wouldn't dominate Survivor. <laughs> but like he's just digging like aimlessly. He must have like. Did someone? I just want to know. Like, did someone tip him off and say, "Hey, go like you know, go check out the water cooler"? Yeah. Or did he just legitimately just be like, "I'm just gonna start digging around the water cooler"? I guess you've seen it in other past seasons. And he was like, he was like, "This is where it's been found before," but like, kind of like, why did he bring the nurse there too? Wait, did they have a connection or something? I think that they're medical professionals. Just you think that they're? It's like, hey, I'm a doctor, you're a nurse, you're gonna be my buddy. Yeah, yeah. So so. I think that was. So if there was, if there was a copywriter, if there's a direct, direct response copywriter on the show. Yeah. I think that you'd be good buddies with him. Oh, you know what I think that was? This is actually, I'm going to throw this out there. Yeah. Okay. I think that he found that. Yeah. Okay. This is my conspiracy theory about this episode. But I think the doctor found the uh, the idol. Totally plausible. Or okay. Sorry, the, the, the immunity idol. Yep. And uh, he found it when no cameras were on him. Yep. They told him, hey, go put that back. We'll go film this. Yep. And he said, okay. So he went and he put it back by the water cooler and he said oh i don't really have any like uh, strong social ties in this game yep. i'm gonna go find someone that i could like build a some sort of relationship some sort of partnership with 
and uh, tell them to come like get a drink of water with me. Then I'll find this immunity idol, uh, like find in quotations. Yeah. Uh, and cause do you think d- that they're getting this much in the gameplay though? Oh, he is for sure. You're really? on an island. You're just bored all day. I'd be thinking about this stuff. And if they told me, hey, go put that back, I'd be like, oh, yeah, okay, I will. And I'll, like, go get someone else to come with me and pretend like I'm finding it now. Yeah. Um, maybe she was in on it. I don't know. But he must – I think he found it on his own. They told him to put it back. He put it back, and he found it with someone else so that he could create a social bond because he didn't really have any strong alliances at this point. Yeah. And it seemed it just seemed like this weird scene where he wanted to create an alliance with her because otherwise, why show her? Yeah. Why would you? And that, I, th- I thought that he was going to like find it, pause, and then like bury it and put it somewhere else. Um, but none of that. <laughs> Imagine you're just like standing at, a, at the water thing and just randomly someone drops to their knees, starts digging with their hands six feet under. Jesus like, give me a break. Christ, you fucking just hit me in the feet. Yeah, I'm playing footsies with well, you, Jesus man. Christ, um, let's watch out. What else? What else? Uh, um, what else have I got here? Ryan's sitting out because he's useless, I've got written down. So this is coming up to the second, the no, uh, so Ryan, Ryan sat out because he had to sit out when they... When you the, when you failed that hard on the first challenge yeah. and the second challenge comes around and they ask, who wants to sit out? You bet your ass you sit out. And Ryan, you know what? He's never going to win any points uh, through the challenges, um, you can. It's just a physical fact that. So he sits out. They put unless it's a puzzle because he's a smart guy. Like it's that's not where he's going to shine. So yeah. I don't blame him for sitting out. And I don't think the challenges are that important. I actually think if you dominated the challenges, it only helps you in the beginning, and it only hurts you in the end. Yeah. So he sits out. Chrissy goes in. My girl goes in. Chrissy, I've never seen someone. And this is another fucking um, thing I have. Chrissy is fucking useless in the challenges okay she's falling off this beam and in tribal she yeah. was like i told them like three times like does anybody want to swap out she, she kept didn't. being like she, she was like oh t- you guys i'm not gonna give up i'm not gonna give up i'm gonna yeah. do this i'm gonna do this um jp who by the way was a ma- brought all three of the rice oh, bags he, across he, the fucking he, beam if they would have won that in any way it would have been, been all basically because of him yeah because he brought JP, all the re- my pick he must have been fucking mad Dude, Matt, oh, wouldn't you for be sure. mad? Yeah. Like, this guy is, like, physically fit. He had he's, to carry all the bags pretty, across because none bright. of them could, could – yeah. no Ta- one else could Talk about a it. challenge that's, like, made for firefighters, yeah. though, right? Like, this guy um, – like, uh, the, guy, the guy across the street from me is a firefighter, and, like, yeah. I'll, I'll wake up sometimes at, like, 8, 9 o'clock in the morning, and I'll just hear boom, boom. <laughs> Boom. And I'll be like, what the fuck is that? I'll go and I'll look out. I'll go, into the, I'll go into the spare bedroom. He's out in his garage with this 900-pound, probably 1,000-pound tractor tire, just flipping it over and then flipping it back <laughs> over. And I'm like, man. You know what was funny in that challenge with the rice was uh, um, the way people – I feel like you can learn a lot about someone, about those, about those players, the way they stab into those bags of rice. Yeah. Oh, so Joe, I've got that written down here. Joe has some aggression issues. <laughs> Did you see that? Dude, that was all like straight did. out of Criminal Minds. Like, so there was there was the there was the jackhammer where it, which was like <laughs> then there was a, the, the slasher the doctor went in and he started yeah. slashing towards his stomach scalpel and I was like was there not just a producer having a fucking meltdown off camera one when they well, saw dude, him do Joe that? grabbed the bag right and then he started like just stabbing the fucking yeah. right right near his hand like and there was probably a producer like steady steady <laughs> there must um, have been just but an I didn't EMT, see like, was Doctor Mike like slicing it up like a body oh dude he was he so he stabbed. In. He didn't stab yeah. it over and over again, yeah. like uh, like a serial killer, like the other ones did, like JP and uh, um, uh, the guy you you're so mad about right now, Joe. Uh, Joe did. Uh, the doctor stabbed in once and then started 
slicing it back towards him I like that uh, I like, like that. the knife coming back towards his stomach it was very freaky for me to watch i can't imagine if you were in charge of that man's safety what you'd be feeling when the you saw the precision him of a surgeon i like that quite a bit i like that quite a bit <laughs> um, so after that challenge i wrote down chrissy deserves to go home fuck yeah i just wasn't a fan of chrissy in this episode i still like her and i still kind of i kind of respect that she like um uh, I like her and I kind of respect that she was able to kind of pull a fast one in the last minute, but like, it just felt like my so guy I, I, wasn't I thought thinking she was, I thought much. she was going home. I, like, I, I did was like, too, dude. She was like, Rourke is the most strategic and Rourke made a good point. She was like, and she pulled this up at tribal council. Chrissy was like, I'll be an all buddy buddy. And she was like, you are, have only, you've never talked to me before in this game. You've never right. talked game with well, me before. Well, nobody's talked to Rourke before. Um, <laughs> also very never true. been a camera. Um, yeah. She, she actually hasn't been on the island until yeah. today. Um, and then she's like, and now you need me because like, obviously. So like, good for Rourke. I would have said the same thing. Fuck Chrissy. But yeah. she somehow pulled it off. Your guy yeah. had a lapse in judgment where he believed Well, he Chrissy. knows her. Yeah. And, like, he kind of like, well, I, I think he just like, he was like. I'm comfortable. I know I'm comfortable with her. I know her. Um, there was just like a lapse in judgment. I just feel like I thought that they were all going to vote together to take out Chrissy. I guess I was in the same thing that, uh, um, what's yeah. her name? The, the personal assistant that's good at challenges. Uh, Desi. No, it's not Desi. Allie. Allie. Yeah. Uh, I just thought that Allie, I guess I was in the same boat as Allie where like, I thought that they were all going to vote one way and they just, they kind of took me off guard. Um, that with that, like, I didn't think that, uh, thing where it's like, oh, she's, she wants to do an all girls challenge lie was going to work. And I guess it did. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if my guy had a lapse and like, he actually believed that or if he actually just was like, oh, I know Chrissy and she's not a threat. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, who knows? um, uh, that's probably what it was, I guess. But I didn't really hate anybody in this episode. I kind of like, I kind of like everybody. The one thing that bothers me about this show at this point, about any of the players in this show, if there's one thing that bothers me, it's that the fisherwoman hasn't caught a she single fish. She doesn't fish. Like, like if I was a fisherwoman, if I was a guy who was like, oh, oh, if you saw me on Survivor, yeah, and below my name it said, um, professional coconut breaker. <laughs> yes, okay. And you never saw me break a coconut. You'd be a little suspicious. You'd be like, what the? F-? You wouldn't. You'd be like, that's weird. I would be, I would be, I would say that's a little strange. I wouldn't you think that like, if I'm a professional coconut breaker, wouldn't you think that I'd be using that? I'd be breaking coconuts for everybody. I'd be breaking coconuts for my enemies, for my friends, for the producers, for everybody. Okay. And I'd be doing it because I'd be, it'd be winning me curry favor with people. Um, is curry favor, wait, is that a fucking, I hope that's not like some sort of offensive term. I think, I'm well, so sorry. Can you look like that up? Is. Can you look that up? I'm so sorry. I've said that over and over again. Um, yeah, that's the first time I've heard you say it. Is that offensive? And I hope it. Like, anyways, I've just heard it. Like, uh, integrate just, oneself with someone through obsequious behavior. Okay. Behavior. Oh, it's just offensive that I thought it was offensive. Anyways, either way, I'm a piece of shit. But um, it, it's just so that you can win favor with people. And uh, uh, um, I'd be, I'd be. Anyways, the same goes for the fisherwoman. To gain, to seek. To gain favor by flattery or attention. Okay, so Curry it's not favor. racist. Doesn't sound like it's racist. Okay, but and the fact I'm just that you a thought it was racist moron is probably racist. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm yeah. the worst person yeah. that's ever lived. Yeah, I've actually um, never. I've, to be honest with you, I've never heard that term before. Oh, dude, yeah, no, I, I, I 
say it all the time. Yeah. And by all the time, I mean tonight for some reason. Yeah, it's I've, my new word of the day. I've, I've never heard that term um, before. It's my phrase of the day. But listen, if I'm a professional coconut breaker yeah. or if I'm a professional fisherwoman, uh, you do what you know how to do. She should be catching fish left, right, and center. And if they're, if she is and they're not showing that, they're really doing her, her a disservice. But if she's not doing, she's not catching fish left, right, and center and yeah. using that to win favor with people, she's doing herself a disservice. Yeah, I Catch don't know. some fucking fish. Yeah. I, I, I'd get myself voted out of that tribe so quickly because I'd just be going up to her like, hey, like, are you going to, can you like, like, why haven't you caught any fish? Yeah. <laughs> I'd be bringing them up in tribal council. Like she wouldn't even, her name wouldn't even be on, on the block. And I, the chopping block, and I'd still be, Jeff would be like, Quinn, like, what do you feel about um, the challenge that just happened? Uh, I'd be like, you know what, actually, Jeff, uh, the challenge I'm fine with, what I'm kind of confused about is, like, why uh, is the fisherwoman not catching fish? I feel yeah. like I'm the only one in this conversation that like cares about the fact that you no, don't give I, a shit. I don't care about the fisher. I, well, I mean, I, 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 so this was my originally my fucking point. This was my thing. It was that not the your point. doesn't fucking care. But I've I've learned that like the fisherwoman Lauren, I thought was going to be much more actively like fuck you, fuck me, fuck all. Um, well, she was in a couple episodes. She was like kind of making making bold. So this episode, she got like super. I think she got. We didn't see it, but I bet you she got. And this is like off camera stuff. Um, she got super like, Ben, are you okay? Ben, like she like resonated with this this marine this this guy who had PTSD. Yeah, well, I mean, I think just as the older woman and the older guy, she's probably thinking yeah. I can I I should probably be, form an alliance with him. That so was, shit shit starts to go nice down. Shit know. starts to go down at tribal council. Actually, that that moment actually really made me like um maybe like ben. everybody. Yeah, it, actually, Ben especially, that was, that but her really nice. too. That was a nice moment yeah, when she was going over to a really a really beautiful um, really but, beautiful moment. Like, Thank you to everybody. Um, if you're listening to this podcast and you provide service to to the United States to to Canada, which is where Quinn and I live. Um, thank you for your service. Um, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by the Canadian Armed Forces. It's 100% not, but we'll get um, you. <laughs> we'll get you. Um, um, no, it's, but uh, yeah, it was actually nice. the Canadian Armed Forces. That's not the slogan. The, Can- the, the slogan of the Canadian Armed Forces is sorry, we'll get you. Um, uh, Anyways, I've got written down here. Um, obviously, tribal council, some, some shit talking ensued. And I was, uh, so I, thought Chrissy was going to go home and like by virtue of that I was like oh Rourke is going to go like I was like Chrissy's going to go home but like it, it's never as you seem right like there's, they never make it as so it I seems. thought it was I th- thought what was happening was um you don't uh like last week I thought they were like so I thought what was going to happen is uh Chrissy was 100% going home and they were trying to make it seem like oh maybe she's not but yeah. like it was just an obvious vote but I was wrong yeah no um, they always capture me off guard like that. Yeah, even no, though I, I know I, I, I kind of knew because, like, going into tribal, I was like, it's pretty obvious that Chrissy's going home. By virtue of that, it's pretty obvious that Chrissy's not going home. So I've got the what happened here. I've got the actual votes here. Um, so obviously, Chrissy votes Rourke. Um, obviously, Rourke votes Chrissy. Right. Um, Allie, who is their comrade, is, is Rourke's comrade, votes no, Chrissy. No, no, is, is Ryan. So Ryan's, Ryan's in a weird pickle because she's his Chrissy. comrade, but so is Chrissy. And then uh, JP votes Rourke only because Chrissy, um, uh, you know, kind of slew-footed him into um, 
voting thinking that there was an all-female alliance that uh, Rourke wanted to get going. So JP votes Rourke, even though he probably should have voted Chris, Chrissy. Um, by the way, I have Chrissy in the pool, so I'm very happy that she, thankful that she didn't go home. Unfortunately, I believe she'll be going home quite soon because of that move. Um, and then the, the big upset was that Ryan votes Rourke. Yeah, do you think that's going to, like, like um, I think that was a weird move for him to not tell uh, to not tell Allie what he was doing. I think that was like, I don't understand why he didn't tell, tell her. Like, uh, I feel like he was in a pinch and I feel like he yeah. didn't know what he was going to do. I, I totally feel like understand. they kept saying that, Oh, Rourke, are you the swing vote? Yeah. Are you the odd man? Out? I feel like Ryan was the swing vote. Yeah. I totally get you. I totally get what you mean. Um, just I, actually it was a good, that was a good, not a great, like talking and like shit going down tribal council, uh, but a nice twist, a nice vote. Yeah, um, a I'm, I'm not upset that Rory's gone. Yeah. Um, I'm not happy that Rory, I mean, I was sorry, Rourke, not Rory. Um, we were talking, what is Rourke a mixture of? It's like you couldn't decide between Rory and You Brooke. were saying this, like yeah. Rory and Yeah, what is, what is that? Rourke. Rourke. I don't know. I kind of like it. It's like Rory and Brooke. Is that her first la- her first name? Rourke Leskin or Laskin is her name. Oh, I kind of like um, it. Yeah. Um, I think I like she it took it like a champ, though. If, if you watch the uh, credits, the after credits scene, uh, yeah. she just kind of was like, you know what? I own that. Like she was, it was kind of, she took it like a champ. Yeah. Um, Hopefully next week we see that Allie didn't, um, didn't, didn't, didn't uh, like stomach the, the contents of tribal council. Well, well. he kind of, yeah. So it'll and be interesting to see how that plays out. Like, cause I think that Ryan's uh, chickens are coming home to, Roost. Roost. Yeah. Uh, because he uh, is in a bit of a, uh, he's caught between a rock and a hard place between Chrissy and Allie, uh, who both are not fans of each other, yeah. uh, but who, who both are fans of him. And so he'll, I think we're going to see him have to choose next one w- or the other. This time next week, um, we're actually going to have a, a pretty fucking interesting episode next week. It'll probably be a, a longer one because we've got, um, uh, a, what the hell was that? Was that, was that Brooke? That just whistled? No, I don't know. Did you just hear that like scream? It was your dog, I think, just going. Hey? Oh, really? Jesus! Yeah. I thought it was, I was. I, it's, to be honest with you, because we're on high alert now in the neighborhood. Luke's just um, paranoid. I'm, I am everyone's, paranoid. Everyone's I am paranoid. I, I am his, paranoid. Yeah. So I've, I've got a. I've got a. Um, a not a firearm, but a weapon at the oh. at the front door. Um, it's what? a it's a hockey stick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I should get the 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 Jason the plastic machete no, you, that I bought. Do you, so, you, you got to get that smoke machine you have so that if anybody yeah, tries right. to you smoke just gas them. Um, so I was saying that next week we're gonna have a really interesting episode because we got a lot of things happening between now and then. Obviously, uh, we said Friday this Friday, um, seven p- seven mystery. p.m. We've got the murder mystery. I'm showing up as um, Jason Voorhees. Jason I'm caught between Voorhees costumes. Myers. I don't know. I'm either gonna, be a, gonna butler be a butler or the devil. What's Brooke? Uh, Brooke is a werewolf. Okay. Mel is Pyramid. That's going to be Mel's really good. Mel is a mummy. Then next Tuesday, right before this podcast, um, is Halloween. So uh, I'm going to be handing out uh, Halloween candies to the kitties. I got yeah. 500. I, five, so this is a big thing, right? And I was I made like jokes to everybody around the house this. Um, but my neighborhood is like the ideal trick-or-treating neighborhood because the houses are pretty close together. So kids come And people can just town. go boom, 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 boom. So I'll notice that the night of Halloween... The kids will just start fucking lot like the cars will just start lining the street. Like I'm gonna put out pylons this year. Somebody parks in front of my fucking house. Oh yeah, I remember that last year. I came over and I wanted to park and I could barely find <laughs> nobody. Parking. Yeah, because everybody comes from out of town. So when the kids come up to my door this year, I'm gonna say, well, what fucking neighborhood are your parents paying taxes in? If they're not paying, right. if they're not paying taxes in my neighborhood, then they're not getting any fucking candy. And I got prime time candy this year. I'm not talking none of this Nestle shit. I got Skittles and Starbursts oh, going wow. out to the kids. Is that all you got? Y- yeah. 
I don't like. I'm not crazy about that. Well, that you're, get, you're not fucking getting any of the candy, okay? <laughs> unless you show up, unless you show up my door in fucking costume. Dude, I think there's an age limit on trick or treating. Yeah. Yeah. I'm 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 making a bold statement here. What I think movie? I think at tw- at 24 years old, yeah. you shouldn't be trick or treating anymore. Yeah. So I think tri- <laughs> the night of trick or treating, we're gonna have to be. I'm gonna keep an eye because that that fucking thief is gonna be out again, um, bombing around because he can blend in with people, right? I don't think there's think some so master too. thief. I think it's that. a fucking teenager. Ocean's fourteen. I, it's not George okay. Clooney in a mask um, like this. We're gonna hit. We're gonna hit. It's like gone in sixty seconds. We're gonna hit all the cars yeah. at midnight uh, on Halloween. You're gonna be the mummy. I'm gonna be the ghost, and we're gonna blend right in. Typically, I show a movie on my garage. Which movie do I show this year? Um, We've talked about this a little bit. I wanted to show it. Oh, but apparently that's too scary. Yeah, for the that's too. That's too violent. What yeah. about like? Uh, what about like um, uh, something completely unrelated? Well, like, that, that the like classic the, the, yeah. <laughs> the the, the, the <laughs> classic the classic go to is always just like Scooby Doo. I would if I were you, yeah, I'd just put right. on like a I, cartoon. I've, I've got like I'll put on Monsters Inc. Ugh, that's really not a fun one. But it's about monsters and scaring kids. Yeah, but it's not about Halloween. I want one about Halloween. It's got good visuals. You know, you know? it's got good visuals. But I kind of like Scooby. You know, people see Scooby Doo, they're fucking Scooby Dooby Doo. Where, Where are you? Wait, yeah. can we? I don't think we can say, yeah. sing that. Why? Uh, I don't do know you, how royalties work. On this. Oh, so We're I, not it's, making it's, any money it's so 15, either way. So. Yeah, so yeah, take all the money from the, the all the sponsorships yeah. from GlobalCon. Um, um, but no, I think it's you can play 15 seconds of the song. If oh, it's a, if interesting. It's a, if it's a commentary. Um, but anyways, ladies and gentlemen, that is episode seven of your host of Spoken Podcast. My name is Luke DeMarco. I am joined here by my esteemed colleague. Quinn McDermott. Like I said, we're going to have a big episode next week. We're going to be talking about murder mystery. Maybe we'll have a special guest on. Maybe we might even record a special episode this weekend, depending on how uh, hungover Walter is Saturday morning. <laughs> um, but uh, hopefully we can get some good content. And hopefully we can get a third mic before next week. Hopefully yeah, Walter can drop that off. Well, I, I, I'm thinking I'm going to buy one. I think you're going to buy one? You're going to pull the plunge? So yeah. my problem at that point in time is that so how we set this up is that each of our mics has a USB import into my laptop <gasps> I've only got two USB ports uh-huh. so I don't know if it maybe it might work with a splitter yeah but it might we'll have to I'll have, we'll have to have a little tri ski yeah. um, if not I have another laptop with three ports <gasps> okay. which uh, which is sitting over there which we well can, we you know what we're, we're we're gonna figure it out because we're two uh, young red-blooded Canadian Str- men strapping uh, um, <laughs> Uh, technology uh, tech space entrepreneurs. Yeah. Um, anyways, guys, thank you yeah, so thank much you for, listening. for listening to episode seven. Um, we are about an hour eight this week, Quinn, um, which is right in our, our time zone. That's right in our demographic time zone. Um, I think that's nice, especially for Brooke. It's on the treadmill. Cool. Um, she'll run. Does she run for an hour? She does not run for an hour. No, no. no. she runs. Uh, she'll run a five k outside, but when we go to the gym, she just warms up with a twenty minute run, a little twenty minute cardio. Very good, Brooke. If you're listening, hello and goodbye. Thanks goodbye. for listening. Goodbye. Yeah, like it, uh, share it, um, subscribe to it, and rate it. I don't know how yeah. this works. I don't Anyways, know how it works. Either. Thanks for listening, guys. See ya. Bye bye.